Episode 152 of Talking Bollocks brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Harry Flower. It's me, CLB. I have a confession to make. Go on. I've seen your part in that water there. Some reason that water doesn't look healthy, by the way, does it? Or does it? It's water that's supposed to be like crystal clear, boys. No? I think it's just a fucking joke that it's in, no? So it's a dirty jug. Come here, look, whatever, anyways. What's your confession? The confession I have to make, bro. Go on. I enjoy a bit of sparkling water. <laughs> I've gone to the other show, it's only me and Kevly on the whole world that likes sparkling water. Yeah. <laughs> you have a confession to make also. I don't have any confession to I make. I have a confession to make for you. Come on. What's your take on sparkling water? Anyway. Spicy water. Yeah, fizzy water. It's rotten in the bro. It's disgusting. Like, the only thing I don't like about it is expecting a taste when it fizzes. No, it's rotten. It's absolutely disgusting. Like, I genuinely cannot drink it. I can't turn it. It's fucking disgusting. I and do you know people that do drink it? Me dad drinks it. But I know he only drinks it to annoy people. So the fridge, you open the fridge and there's bottles of it and there's no still water. It's just sparkling water because you know no one else will drink it. And he sits there and he'll open and he'll be like... <sighs> As if they think like, oh look at me, I'm mad, I drink sparkling water. It's childish. And then you have a confession to make that I'm going to make for you. Come on. You have a lot of money, Calvin, yeah? Right. And you like eating... Uh, yeah. Bread... Calvin will eat bread. Fresh Brennan's bread, a slice of bread draw, yeah. That's all I like doing, yeah. Like, you would have that as a munch, like. Yeah, and I'd always done that since I was a child. Can anybody, like, if you're listening to this, right, like, explain how strange that is? It's not like, oh, I'm starving. Do you want a fucking, do you want a fry? Do you want a bowl of porridge? No, give me a, a slice of dry bread. It's more like, you open the press, you see the bread there, and you get the smell of it. Take out a slice. And I'm like, I'll just have a nibble of that, yeah? Sound. I jump on making something to eat, and I say, I might have a slice of that when I might want my food to be ready. Like, I don't know what it is. Do you know what I was doing when I was a kid? Do you, do you understand it's strange? Yeah, I said, oh, I said yeah. this to you. I right. confess this to you, because I'm saying, isn't this weird? I do this. Yeah. yeah. I just say to you, like, do you ever just eat your bread because it's deadly? No, I was like, hey, this is how weird I am. I do this. I used to eat the crust off the bread when I was younger, and then I'd mold it up into dough, and then eat that then. I don't know why. It's what I used to do when I was a kid and it's just stuck with me now. I'm 30 and I'm still doing it. But it has to be fresh Brennan's bread. White bread, yeah. <laughs> no other bread. You wouldn't do a batch. No, I wouldn't do a batch bread and I wouldn't do it with like, I don't know, whatever other brand of bread you're buying. Bread is the nicest smell of the world when it's getting... Yeah, fresh bread. Do you, walk, do you ever walk into Little but you don't go get past that, the bakery? You don't open the press and get that smell. You do when you only have to buy the bread. I promise you. I promise you you can get it. And I'm like, oh. Take a word for it. Oh, and I'm like, and you get the little trigger on the craving. Do you know what else do I get sometimes when I eat chocolate? I get a little trigger for milk. And have a glass of milk then. I don't drink milk at all. If I have a bar of chocolate then, I'm just like, oh, ping. Have a glass of milk there. Yeah, it's like, you know, people that only it. smoke when they drink. Yeah. You have a drink and the next while they're bleeding, sucking out of a bleeding Johnny Blue. Mm. That's what happens to me. My brain goes, I have this thing, where's the other yoke that goes for that? I'm like, hold on there, pal, I'm on route. You know what I mean? I've another confession to make as well, speaking about What? It's just confession. Just call this episode confessions. Yeah, Come on. get it off my chest. Uh, sitting here. So I was in the gaff the other night when, you know, we're playing Chelsea in my mask, I was watching that, yeah? And uh, I was watching me and my dad, my brother watching the match and Cole Palmer was playing for Chelsea, yeah? And my dad goes, Palmer? He Irish, is he? I goes, are you for real? I said, Palmer's the most English name out there. And he goes, no, it's not it's an Irish name. He goes, Palmer's an English name, I said. Right? And he goes, it's not. So I googled it. 
Yeah. Google it. Palma, blah, blah, blah. Origins. This part of like fucking Lancashire or something. It's English anyways. And he goes, see, there's your force problem. I goes, what? He goes, you believe Google. So he's fully convinced that Google have a conspiracy out there to prove that Cole Palmer isn't Irish. Oh, that they're saying that his name is from England. Well, you heard him on it, yeah. But this is what I'm saying. You always say to me that he'd be a good guest. Terry. Yeah. Like, there's nothing out there that my dad believe. And that's on the telly, he doesn't believe it. Everything on the internet he thinks is real, though. So, well, except for Palmer. Yeah. Well, if Google says it, then it's not real. Because Google are uh, manipulating people. So. Cole Palmer's not a bad player, to be fair. He's the ugliest looking fella playing professional football. A bit harsh. Name an ugly looking footballer. Just bear with me for a minute. Because there is. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane is like Brad Pitt compared to Cole Palmer. Roy. Cole Palmer. English name. That's That was the conspiracy. No, the conspiracy is that Google are lying to you. That Palmer is an English name. It's actually an Irish name. So, this is what I'm up against. I think he's right to be honest with you. That what? Don't believe the internet. <laughs> yeah. This is why everyone, so if you look up, you can find Messi in a Liverpool jersey. Yeah. Do you get me? But you know, if I see anything on the internet, I don't believe it initially. So if you send me like a link to something and it's a fucking plane hitting the spoiler, I'd be like, that's fake. Until I look out the window and then I don't see the spoiler and I'd be like, oh, do you know what I mean? Why are you like that? Because there's so many fake things on the internet and it's so easy to manipulate people. Like I seen a video today, someone shared on Twitter, yeah? And it's a fella, he has his car running in his driveway and a fella walks by, jumps in and reverses out and the man tries to stop him and blows off. And someone says, this happened in Ireland today. And I clicked into it and it's like from Doncaster three years ago. Do you know what I mean? And people are like, oh, that happened in Ireland. So people will probably see that and be like, do you see what happened in Ireland? in Tipperary there the other day or whatever. Yeah. So just, it's so easy to spin a narrative online. And there's so many fake things out there. Do you know what I mean? And even Especially I know... that AI girl, isn't it? Not even that. Like, you can go on to fucking... I remember years ago, I changed someone's Facebook status and sent it to one of the boys and he rang me. He said, I'm going to punch his head in saying that about me. Do you know what I mean? And it was me missing. And then I had to explain to him how I did it and he still didn't believe me. He's like, no, I know he fucking did that. And I was like, no, look, this is what I've done. This is what I've done. It was me. Don't, don't go down there trending people. Right. Episode 152 anyway, off to a good start. Yeah, good intro there. Carl Palmer and the internet. Just, uh, I actually just want to say a quick thanks to everybody in okay. our biggest ever month in November. Mm. Again, that's five or six times this year. Yeah. Five or six months of the year. He's want to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did our biggest month in November. Yeah. By a good margin as well. I think, was it the first five months of this year? Back to back to back. Three of them or something what a, in a row. What a, like, a hat trick, yeah. Yeah. And then once again, we did it. And then November was after beating all of them. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Mad, isn't it? Like, I just think it's mad still to see the growth of the podcast. Mm. Still now. Mm. Three, that was the third year on. Yeah. From starting the podcast. And people are. More people are still coming in. Yeah. Actually, I want to say that as well. If you have only jumped onto this podcast recently, go back to the start and start listening back there because there's a lot of reoccurring topics and previous guests that we had on that people didn't realise. And you might find a hidden gem. You might go through and be like, not sure who that person is, so you might have skipped it. Like uh, Tony O'Reilly's episode. Yeah. The last time we done an episode, just the two of us, we said, go back and listen to that. And Tony messaged me. He says, I don't know what you've done, but he says, I'm not getting a huge influx of messages from people who've only listened to the episode, Russ, and I just want to say thanks. Yeah. So go back through and someone who you might not have 
maybe you've seen it and you weren't interested to go in, you might, there might be something there that triggers you there and you might like it, you know what I mean? So Did you see the bit of feedback that someone left on Apple Podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's the go for it. He was like, I started listening to this from the start and I thought, what the fuck is this crap? But now I'm addicted and I'm listening to four episodes a day. Yeah. Come here, hold on a minute. Spotify wrapped and all came out as well. Yeah. How are you listening? So I was doing the match in my head, yeah? People with 15,000 minutes, 18,000 minutes. Yeah. Do the maths on that. That's someone who hasn't listened at all and starting from the start and gone. Do you know what I mean? Because we've only done like 4,000 minutes worth of content still this wouldn't year. Do the, still wouldn't do it. We've done 4,000 minutes worth of content this year and this year is not over yet. You know so I mean? three years, let's say, is about 12,000. It, uh, it goes from October. So you don't add in November, December. Yeah, October to October though, no? No. It goes January, October. And what, there's two months that just don't yeah. add in? On your Spotify wrapped, yeah. It's a lot of bollocks, isn't it? Stops on Halloween, like. Anyways, how are you even listening to that amount of thanks anyways? But I mean, that's major, that. Major, mate. But people might go back and listen. Some people have said to me they fell asleep listening to an episode. And then like they'd wake up on the three episodes in. So they'd have to go back and listen to them three again. Mm. So you're doubling up on the minutes there. But as well, follow us. Download it, subscribe to it, leave a comment and leave a rating. All that stuff as well, yeah, because... And be honest with it. If you think it's worth one star, leave one star. If you think it's worth five, leave five. Don't be leaving a star on the blade, you know. <laughs> but be honest, like, I'm... <laughs> don't, don't be wanting one star on <laughs> <laughs> Put five on it. Don't be wanting to put a star on Put it. Put five on it. I don't care how you feel about the podcast. <laughs> put five on it, even if it's shy. Really? Five star crap. Yeah, I love putting up with that. Yeah, no, it's great because uh, like you're still getting pulled about, you know what I mean? And it's madness. I still find it weird. Ah, another thing as well, talking about getting pulled yesterday, we were in the tree arena the other night by the PFL, yeah? Mm. Shout out to Nathan Kelly, who was on the podcast the other week as well. Dominant, lead on main event. World transition. Quality. But after that, obviously, so we were in tree arena, so we were getting pulled for pictures and stuff like that, yeah? And some young fellow after said, listen, bro, I listen to the podcast all the time. And I heard a couple of months ago, you were talking about getting pulled and all, and how it's poxy and, and whatever. And he said, I thought you were being a bit dramatic, to be honest with you. He said, I didn't really. He said, when I was listening, I was like, he must be a bit over the top, he said. And then I'm at the scene that all night tonight. He goes, mate, I feel sorry for you. He yeah. said, I didn't think it was like that. And I was like, I know. So we were, then me and this young had a, lo- a good conversation with each other. I, I forget his name. Shout out to you anyways. I know who you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we were having a good conversation. Because he was, he was thinking, I was trying to explain to him. Because he was like, the podcast page is followers and your followers, stuff like that. So when you say something like that, you think, oh, people with 200,000 followers would be getting dragged out. Yeah. And, and I'm, I was trying to explain to him, like, that doesn't correlate with listens. So monthly listens on the podcast is... Far outweighs the following. Yeah, yeah like, come here, the following is, is a, a drop in the ocean compared to how many listens we do. So there's that. And then, like, so I was trying to explain, like, followers doesn't really... And then they feel like you have a personal connection with us as well, I think, because it's a podcast specifically. So when you listen to a podcast, you get to hear about us and our mm. lives and everything going on, and you feel like you're on the journey with us. So when we do a live show, that's why everyone just looks proud. When you walk <laughs> yeah. out onto a stage, you look out, and everyone's just like a proud man. Even people younger than me. I'm like, what's going <laughs> on? They're all just proud of us, you get me? So, like, there's this strong connection that we have mm. with our listeners. So when they see us, they want to talk to us, and we love it as well. Sometimes it gets a bit overwhelming. Let's not get it twisted. But I mean, so when he seen that, he was like, I thought you were being a bit dramatic till tonight. He said, fucking hell, that's major. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. So I just wanted to put that out there. Anyway. Oh, but that's the thing as well. When you meet someone, it's their first time meeting you. 
You know what I mean? So you want to give them the same energy that you're going to give anyone else and you want them to have a good experience. You don't want them to walk on and be like, he was a blatant prick, that fella. So you're trying your best to be as friendly as possible with people. And a lot of people are understanding as well. People are look, bro, I won't keep you bang, bang, bang and they're in, they're out. You know what I mean? Mm. So sometimes, the game sometimes it's a little bit hard. Sometimes yeah. it's a little bit heavy. It is. Isn't it? Of course. Like the four, that first Katie Taylor for a couple of months ago was... <sighs> I can't explain just how bad that was for me. That was one of the worst experiences in my life. Do you know what I didn't like? What? When we went in and we sat down and people were like, what are you still sitting in here? Like, yeah. Like, where, where else Why are we going to sit? Some board said, why are you sitting with all of us peasants? Where else, where else are we going to sit? <laughs> You're mad to go snatch a handbag in 10 minutes. What do you mean? Yeah. Like? Where else are we going to go? Like? People have, like, some people like that kind of put us, that was like, uh, last year we did a show on Vicar Street and the next day I went to got a coffee and I was walking up to the flats, yeah? And then we went around, some fella pulled me and had me earphones and I took an earphone and I was like, what's up with you? And he goes, what are you doing walking around? Like, you're not got like a show four or something. I was like, what's a show four mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, do you know what the worst one is? When you're going out and the boys are like, go with them, they'll get you in. I'm like, mate, I was hoping one of you could get me in. <laughs> Bro, I went out the other night. Listen to this. I went out the other night. Yeah? I'm not going to say I actually forgot about it. But I didn't get in anyways. And I was like, are you for real? Like, I'm sure you're probably in the same boat. Yeah. And I still get nervous going up to the door and I try to go up with people that know or is a regular in the place that I'm going to. Just to avoid that. I hate when people are like, go with him, you get your in. I can't get your in, you might, can't you? So what the only thing I get your in is trouble. <laughs> what we're saying is, we're just two fucking idiots that do a podcast. Mm. And that's it. We're winging it. Like, like you just don't understand how much we wing this. <laughs> I still can't believe it. Do you know what I mean? Going out on the yeah. stage, what he's going to talk about? Don't know. We'll find out when we get up there. No, we want to stop doing that. That's a real story. He's not joking there. He's not being dramatic. Like. The last couple of shows, I thought, to be fair, I think they went well, <laughs> but it's risky as fuck. Deciding what we're going to talk about now before well, the show. Well, he me, uh, I think it would have been a couple of weeks ago, and he goes, I was chatting to Terrence about what you do before the live show, and he says just don't rehearse anything like that. I was like, no. no. It's just the whole point. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Like, every show is different. That can go badly wrong. Of course it can. But, but like, it hasn't yet touched wood. Yeah, touch wood. But I mean, like, the last four shows or whatever, we've decided, like, and we won't decide everything else, but we'll say to each other, at seven, we're on stage at eight o'clock. So as we're putting our suits on, we're saying, tell that story there. Yeah, when you finish telling that story, I'll tell that story. Like, we're not talking any details. No, that can go tits up quick, fast. Yeah. And we're just like, go on, bro. Yeah, tell that story about that time your, your teeth got pulled out. Right, we'll go with that and then yeah. we'll see what happens there. And hopefully someone wants to get engaged in the crowd and we'll call them up. Yeah. And if, oh, me. I only talked back. We actually seen them, did I? Hell. and Natalie. Oh, we seen the couple that got uh, engaged at the live show the other night after the You were at the PFL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of all the bleeding people that bump into here. Some set of town halls on that young flat. We never actually talked through what happened there, like in detail. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. in detail, what happened? Did you see me on the stage like making it clear to people? I was like, oh no, it's going to be quick. Like we're just, we're just, because you said we're going to play a game. Yeah. And it was like Mr. and Mrs. And I was looking out to the crowd going, these are probably saying, what the fuck are these? Yeah. I was like, no, just bear with us for a minute. Just give us a minute. So when I was on the cruise, yeah, you couldn't get any signal anywhere. And I remember walking on the top deck, got a bit of signal, a message came in off Carl, and he was like, what's up, bro? Do you still VIP tickets? I want to propose to me, missus, at your live show. And I remember thinking, like, I've no signal to text him back. So I just screenshot it, waited till I got a couple of days, I got a bit of signal, text him. I was like, mate, just get tickets. Just get any tickets. You don't do VIP. Just get any tickets and we'll sort it on the day. Don't worry. And then uh, I didn't hear from him for a couple of weeks. And I was like, What's the story? Do you, uh, you still want to do that? He was like, yep. Yeah. And I was like, great. Then we had to come up with a game plan to try and get him on the stage. 
come up with a game plan to try and get them to pop the question where it wouldn't be like obvious. So we come up with the Mr. and Mrs. the questions. Carl, <laughs> it's me wall out on the floor. <laughs> yeah, right. It went straight down the news talking, man. Carl met us at four o'clock that day coming home from work. So I didn't know that. And all I knew was that someone wants to get proposed. So I didn't know all this. Did you not know? No. Did I not tell you all this? You probably did, I forgot. But like, I don't remember any of this. So I just remember you saying, someone's getting proposed at the live show. And I was like, this is mad. Yeah. So the tickets that we get, like we can kind of nearly pick where we sit people, yeah. like friends and family. So I took two of the boys' tickets. Hang on, I was out this right. Well, we can kind of, like, you get a certain section. My family fucked down to the back of the yoke. I'm like, I don't pick the tickets and all that. No, but <laughs> you do, but obviously you can't pick every row, because yeah, then yeah. I have to get some of that row. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, obviously you can get the front row, but then who gets the front row beside that? Me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I took uh, two of his tickets, oh, my tickets from the boys, and gave them to Carl. And I was like, you're going to be sitting here. Tell me what colour t-shirt you're wearing when you come in. You're going to be sitting here. Do not move. So when I said, we're going to be playing the game, I need two people out of the crowd. People were shouting up. Vinnie Jones and his aim and all got shouting up. Wardy stood up and goes, Vinnie Jones. And I was like, oh, now we're going to pick someone over here. <laughs> and Carl put his head down. And then I, John, what popped into my mind there? Terry, he had like, the bottle in it. Because if he bottles it, we can't say, I want you. And someone's going to be like, he doesn't want to do it. Pick me. And I'd be like, no, it has to be this fella. Do you know what I mean? Imagine he's on that. Imagine he just said no. What are we going to do? Be like, well, he was supposed to propose. I think that would have been better content out of that, to be fair. I'd be lucky he's at the show the jocks. Yeah, but yeah. only better content oh, but now. At the, time, at the time, at the time, would have been like, oh, we don't even want to play that game. Here's PJ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then he gets up on the stage and we told him, we're going to ask her two questions. Oh, I'm going to ask you two questions. I'm going to swap and ask you her two questions. On the second question, hit the one knee and the crowd is going to love it, yeah? He went to hit the fucking knee on the fourth no, question and on. you were trying to hold them up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that. I gave him the tap. So as the first question was asked, I gave him the tap on the back as if to say you're up next, Luke. And when I tapped him, he just hit the floor. He hit one knee and I had to drag him back up. I was like, mate, Get the fuck up. And then like, the whole crowd. the crowd was cheering and all. like, oh, and I was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the question comes up on the screen that no, either the bone or get me out there. Yeah. Do you get me? Something crack. It went well. We saved it just about. But I think, like, if you want to get proposed at the live show, just send us a message there. I think we should have proposed at every single show. A proposed at every live show? It'd be red hot though, don't Do you mind? Like, imagine, like, we'll bring two random people up. Is that your board? I'll bring her up with you. You know what I mean? So was that one and done, was it? I was kind of, yeah. We need someone to get buried at a live show. That's what you need. Or to pass away. Yeah. Remember you were saying before, look, that adds a bit of... Uh, publicity to it, yeah. It's a bit of a... No, uh, not publicity. It is publicity as well. <laughs> it adds a, like, a bit of notoriety to it. That, like, if you die at one of our live shows... Like there's yeah, a chance you can so st- Statistically speaking, going to the next live show, yeah, your life expectancy goes down. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you hear like... Only a hundred people have ever survived going down this mountain. And people are like, yeah, well, I'm going to be one of them, blah, blah, blah. And then they die and you be like, I told you. It's just the fact that they, they say they could do something that no one else could, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. So what did you do? I went to Talking Bollock Show and I walked out after. <laughs> what happened. And this is the thing as well. Darren clearly always says, look, nobody died. So now we know why. That's what they say. That's the measurement of success. Why well, hate when he said that? We enjoy that little motto now. Yeah, you understand it now. Yeah. Well, if you have questions, bro. Go for it. Who's the singer for yours? Would you rather run in the red? <laughs> you obviously are just reading questions. You read the first half out loud before your mind reads yeah. the second half and then you stop. 
they will die again yeah here she singing a voice would rather run in the wind and rain for 40 minutes every day for a year or be hung over severely every saturday and sunday for a year or rather run in the rain Like, and you know what the thing is with that? That would be a cunt running in the wind. I'm like, do you ever run out by hot? Yeah. On a on a windy day, bro, it's horrible. It's like running on the treadmill. Yeah, it's like running on the spot. You just run on the spot, yeah. It's horrible. But after you feel even better than you do running on a, on a nice day. Yeah. Because you're like, fuck me, I nearly died out there. So there's a good feeling to come from that. Being severely hungover is the worst feeling in the world. Do you know what a hangover is? Dehydration. Yeah, so they say that's how you're supposed to feel right before you die of thirst. What a hangover! Hungover, yeah, severely hungover. So that's why you feel like you're gonna die. Probably, yeah, but that's supposed to be the same feeling. Like a hangover is, like a bad hangover is the worst feeling in the world when your head is pulsing and you're getting sick and all, and you're just trying not to die. Like, <laughs> sorry, <What? laughs> just come through these questions. Someone goes, Zinger, is it okay to have sex in front of pets? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not obviously not getting into any details about my sex life or anything, but I wouldn't have sex in front of my dog, no. I wouldn't. Would you? Did you? Yeah. You have done? Yeah. You would? Yeah. I wouldn't. You're just going over looking and all. What's going on there? <laughs> you get out, you will you? <laughs> you know, second the jocks come up, he's like, what's going on? He <laughs> <Me> bollocks. He <laughs> <Me> bollocks. <laughs> not again. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't my, my dog is too small I told you that before I bet you I can make you go home and do something right based off this fact yeah I know you're gonna leave here you're gonna go to the shop and you're gonna do this here's a fact you can't melt a flake who sent it give that name right her name is it's actually Adam it's a he Adam W go on do you believe that well, are you gonna prove him wrong the, I'm asking Calvin O'Brien A host on the Talking Bollocks podcast, do you believe that flakes can't melt? No. Like, obviously not. But it's not going to stop you trying. But why wouldn't it melt? It's know. just Tell chocolate. I don't know. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm, I'm the only... one who's seen it. I'm agreeing with you. It's just chocolate, bud. It's just chocolate. Flakes melt. Put a flake in your pocket and fucking... Put a flake in the microwave and you go back to Gaff now when you go home. Of course flakes melt, bro. Are you going to do it? Yeah. Wait, you sound like you're hesitant and you're afraid. No, I'm not having that. Right, here we, here we are. Hang on. Siobhan said to give me an explanation here. The manufacturing process gives it a different arrangement of fat and cocoa solids. So the melting fat isn't able to lubricate and the cocoa particles to the point where they can flow. So it wouldn't melt in your pocket then? I'd just go. So here's one for you. Do you know when you're going out and you're buying briquettes to throw in the fire? <laughs> throw twirls on your uh, flakes on the fire. <laughs> It's cheaper. Here's another one for you. I have a little fact. You know, M&M's were founded by the US military. During World War II, chocolate kept melting in their pockets. So they put a hard... So they put a shell on it? Hard shell on it, yeah. They don't melt either. Boy, were they craving chocolate that bad and more? Yeah, it's a nice little pick-me-up. Chocolate makes you happy. It gives you endorphins. Yeah. Makes you happy, yeah? So you're, you're in the literal trenches with the boys. Yeah. And having a bleeding dirty milk or something and the thing is melted you're like fucked down standing up here hoping someone takes me off the spot I don't think I'd be in the yellow to have a bar of chocolate in the middle of a war ah bro sitting down starving and someone hands you a bar of chocolate you're gonna say no thanks mate I'd rather just starve like which cause them boys like you said they go into the yeah just... it's in your rations they give you a bar of chocolate yeah? I can't believe you can't melt a fucking flake 
We're going to put that to the test when I go home anyways. Turns his gaff on a blazer now when he goes in. What does poxy mean in Dublin? In Limerick it means you're lucky. I mean, if you won the lock up. The loco. Yeah. <laughs> if you won the lotto, you'd be a loco. poxy cunt. <laughs> you call someone a poxy cunt if they won the lotto. Yeah, yeah, poxy cunt. Oh, pe- poxy just means like bad. Yeah, it's poxy. Yeah, that's poxy. That. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And down there it means lucky. So if it was lashing rain, you'd say that weather was poxy. Yeah. Yeah. Or if do you know what I use it every day, and I can't think of a sentence now to put poxy in. What? This podcast poxy. Alright, sound. What else have you got for us there? Have an awful cold at the minute, lads. And it's make me miss the days when I could breathe through my nose. I heard him on it. What's worse than having a blocked nose or a paper cut? See, having a blocked nose, bro, yeah? All you do is reminisce on the times when it wasn't blocked. Mm. It's all you do. Mm. do. Remember yesterday when I could breathe? Oh, do you ever get one where it's, it's about 90% blocked? So you're breathing a lot through one nostril and a tiny bit through the other. Oh, bro, that's hair-drinking. Stubbing your toes is the worst thing that can ever happen to you. Kicking the fucking... Banging your elbow. Bang me elbow this morning, bro. Yeah, I always bang the other one then. That's, see, that, that's what annoys me about you. Why? Because you're a man of logic. Yeah. For the most part. I try and even her out. You don't try and even her out. You do, bro. But, bang but, one, bang the other. Yeah. Look kind of thing. That's what it is. No, no. Not lucky about that. banging your elbow twice. You had to touch your mother a minute ago. Yeah, you should lose magpies. Listen to me. If I didn't touch wood there and I said that, we're going to forget what to talk about on the live show, what would you have said? That's my fault now. Yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, well then. But you deal with that with all them things. Yeah, it's just a habit. You're not even believing in me. All right, all right, all right. I don't know what you're saying. I mean, what was the question? What's worse? Stubbing your toe. Do you know when you're trying to swerve a football with the outside of your foot, but you deal with that to the chest of draws? <laughs> Bro, I swear to God, it's the worst feeling in the world. Because it's such a delayed... Does, even, does your hurt that bad? Yeah, it does, because it's such a delayed release pain into your body and you're like oh and your baby toad so new and you're like oh look at you yeah do you know what I'd be afraid that sometimes yeah, I get more of a fright yeah <laughs> I get get a fright because <laughs> you know the pain is coming I'd be afraid you're going to kick your toe off it's going to just fall off <laughs> do you know what I mean That's I get more of a fright with stuff like that do you ever bang something you get a bad fright yeah. and you're like oh do you bang your head on me and you get all fuzzy and all do you know what's the worst sound in the world is someone's head hitting concrete. yeah I hate that I do feel sick. Okay, we were at Ice Cube, didn't we? And the young one fell in front of us, bro, and I legged her away. Did she bang her head? Do you know and then that? after I go, she had her she goes, I didn't bang her. I seen her head, hockey off the floor. She chokes slammed her own head off the floor. I seen it. And I was like, you're concussed. That's what it is. You think you didn't bang her head. That's how much of a concussion you have. She <laughs> hockeyed the thing off the it's floor. A, it's a little hollow. Yeah. Sound. It's a dun. And you're like, Horrible, man. Isn't it the worst in the world? Horrible. One of the lads years ago, yeah, was acting the bollocks and he had this big cylinder block in his hand. <laughs> and he, I don't know what he was doing, but he went over the wall and hit me in the back of the head with a blow and opened my whole head. But the, I'll never forget the sound of it hitting my own head. Uh. <laughs> the noise of it hit my head and opened the whole entire back of my head. Blood squirting out of my head, yeah. That's what's wrong with you then. <laughs> Stop it off, I've seen you were fresh before that. <laughs> I got ADHD, ADHD, ADHD you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, a okay. belt of a cylinder block on the back of the head. Mm, do you ever uh, not get fully knocked out, but like just lose your balance from a smack? Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, what's going on here? Like the lights are on, but you're in the passenger seat basically. Yeah. You're like, what's going on there? I'm not driving now. Well, I remember years ago we That'd were out collecting. Great way of looking at it, yeah. We were out collecting and uh, you were fucking the tours over the wall 
and someone fucked one the wrong way and the thing come over towards me and like, it was, I was looking at it, it was unavoidable, the thing hockeyed off the top of my head and I remember like, <laughs> it's like a blinked and when I opened my eyes, I was sitting on the ground, I was like, what's that happening there? And then I was oh mate, it's horrible, horrible. Did you ever thing. get knocked out before? No, touch wood, not fully. Well, I got knocked out once before off some young for no reason. Hmm. Some young player sparked me out with a low for nothing mm. and that's the only time I've ever knocked out in my life. But, see... And you text him calling him a legend? Yeah, I put, I, it was years ago and I put a yoke on Facebook. Uh, a status on Facebook saying, whoever that was that knocked me out, meet me somewhere and I'd shake a hand. I said, it was a joke, do you get me? And then some board texts me saying, hey, uh, just want to let you know, I was with that fella last night and he said, what are you going to do to this fella? Come up from the side of me and give me a smack of his head and knock me clean out. And I don't remember a thing. Totally. See, see that when you see someone getting knocked out, you always think, oh, that must be bad. It's not. Mm. There's no issue with it. Like, but obviously when I grew up with a broken nose, I'm never to get me. But I mean, you don't feel, you literally feel nothing when you get knocked mm. out. Everything just shuts off. Yeah, the whole body yeah. just... Says, I don't know how long, do do? I don't know how long I was knocked out for as well, because when I woke up, there was an ambulance. Yeah. I was like, There's no, that must have been driving past. And <laughs> just saying, yeah. There's no way someone had time to bring it. I went to sleep and I had a fun with kip on the side of the path <laughs> if that's the case. No, no. <laughs> that was obviously driving past and someone waved their in. Do you get me? Yeah. yeah. We get this question a lot and I don't like it because... There's a bit of a misconception then as well. People think that we do have only big names on because we have a lot of people on who are not relatively known who have a great story. And then other people, they'll be like, oh, why don't you just bring in a random person? So this question says, do you ever think of bringing in listeners ones with an important story? All the time we do that. But you know the thing is here, yeah? Everybody has an important story. Yeah. And everybody's story is important to them. There's nobody in life... Not one human being walking the earth who doesn't think that their story isn't important. Mm. So what do you do? how do you define important? Is it an addiction struggle? Is it a poverty struggle? What's the struggle that's important? Because yeah. everybody has lost a loved one. That's tragic. That's traumatic. Everybody has been through something. So everybody's story is important. So how do you define what's important and what mm. isn't? But I don't get this as well. And you've seen, a lot of times people say it. was like, I'll oh, just bring in like a random just listener. Just a normal person. Like... Oh, a random listener. Yeah. And then you say to someone, what's your name, where'd you come from? And they're stuck from for 30 seconds. We used to do like, that all the time, so we'd do that as a joke. So someone would say, why don't you get me on the podcast? And we'd go, yeah, no, but what's your name, where'd you come from? And they're like, no, Give hang us, on, wait. Wait uh, a minute. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, mate, like, you're panicking. Imagine yeah. all the cameras and all, do you get me? No, I know I'm sticking them on the spot and it's a bit of buzz, but I mean, it's not easy. But the most basic pieces of information you can know about yourself is your name <laughs> and, where, you and where you're from. Yeah. And you're struggling to get that out. Yeah, you know I don't, I, mean? I think, uh, I think, I think that's even something that people close to us would say is that like it's easy. Yeah. It's actually not easy. <laughs> I mean Poor I, man again. I count me I count me <laughs> blessings every day with what we do because we enjoy doing it. Yeah. And it does kind of come. Natural. Now, nowadays yeah. it's coming natural. To yeah. me, it wasn't natural at the start. It was always something I wanted to do and I had a vision of doing it. But then when I did it, I was like, this is fucking hard. Yeah. To talk for 60 to 90 minutes, even sometimes 120 minutes and keep it entertained and keep people wanting to listen. That's not easy to do. But I count my blessings because like, there's people out there walking on sites and all, bro. Mm. Six, seven in the morning, December, November, walking on sites, yeah. people bleeding, walking in hospitals, 14, 16 hour shifts and all, bro, major whack. So look, I'm not sitting here going, oh, blah, 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 but I'm saying, from the outside, it's easy to go, well, you just sit down and talk. I'm like, okay, well, do it. And we actually want just to do it. And the it. thing is as well, you can do it. And I no, see this is it. hundreds of podcasts popping up everywhere and I'm like, fair play to you, lads. So I hate fair that then. Oh, are you sick that they're starting a podcast? Oh, do you see their fucking needs? But you know what I don't care about this, Terry? 
you don't have to be committed to one podcast. That's the beauty of podcasts. Yeah. You can listen to us and then you can listen to another podcast straight after it. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not football. You can't just follow one team. Yeah. You can listen to as many podcasts as you want. Yeah. You don't just have to be like, I only listen to them, I can't listen to you, sorry. Listen to whoever you fucking want. But what I'm saying to you is everyone can start one and see when people go, see them fucking needs. I guarantee you there was hundreds of people going, see them fucking needs to do on a podcast and we started. You're just going to have mm. to go through that. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, we fucking needs to have a podcast. Don't let a body apart. Yeah. You do you don't have you. to listen. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. See you later. You don't have to listen. It's not on your radio, it's not on your telly when you turn it on. Yeah. You actually have to go out your way to listen to this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're making that choice. Yeah. And if you don't want it, that's no problem. Yeah. If you want to listen to someone else, go ahead. And if you want to listen to both, we want just to start podcasts. Yeah. And we want people from our areas to start them as well. Start and the podcast. If there isn't a podcast out there for you, make your own podcast for you. Yeah. That's what I say. But uh, this whole thing about bringing in a random listener, that's it's a recipe. The reason the why we don't do that is we bring people in who we will know something about. Yeah. So some someone prime example, Chris Connolly, yeah. yeah, good friend of ours now, oh, and legend. He, he listened to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He had an important story. Yeah, check, check. Yeah, but I mean, we got him in. He's not this famous, well-known person, celebrity. We see him on Instagram, on social media. We enjoyed what he was talking about, and what he was into, and what he was doing, and we were like, we reckon he'd be a good episode. Let's get him in. This whole thing of bringing in somebody completely random. Oh, so I'd say he was completely random. He would have been random, but I mean, we would have known something about him. Oh, no, I mean, sorry. He's not random to us, but yeah. I mean, in general, like, yeah. in, to the general public, he's probably yeah, completely random. Been like, what's he going to talk yeah. about? How does, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Tony O'Reilly is completely random. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's loads of people that we've had on there who's completely random. Mm. Your mom was completely random. Mm. People are going to look and be like, who's Rachel Power? Yeah. You don't look and be like, oh, that's your one off Instagram, or that's your one off the telly, or blah, yeah. blah, blah. These are random people. But I'd like to think we always still have people in who aren't like this, big name celebrities or whatever. We've had big name celebrities, we've had... But you don't have to be a big name celebrity. Yeah. There's no... There is, like there is a criteria to coming on here, but that's not in the criteria. Just make sure you have convictions and we'll get you in. <laughs> yeah. <See you? laughs> it helps. Yeah. It helps. If you fail a guard eventing, you're a shoe in by this podcast. <laughs> 100%. You're in. Join the dotted line there, pal. <laughs> Right, if you had to make one body part three inches longer, what would you choose? And then you're not allowed to choose your genitals. I would make one three inches longer. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it's a blessing. It's not a blessing, it's a course. Three inches longer? Three inches longer. What would you make three inches longer? Me height? Can I do my height? Can I do my legs? Yeah. But then, what, you'd be six, six foot three. then? You'd be six <laughs> foot then. I'd be six, on foot, what, six foot? Six three, yeah? That's tall, isn't it? Though? Six three? Yeah. No. I kind of is. No, of course it's Would you not make your hair three inches longer, Terry? Tell the, tell the public what you want to do. See the February live show on the 10th, yeah? Good way to plug that as well. Yeah, February the 10th. It's a Saturday night, by the way, as well. So go on to the fucking tickets, you mad cunts. That's going to sell out. Right. February 10th, that Saturday night, I'm going to come out to the stage like your man. What's his name? Jared Leto. Him. With the long hair. He has the long black hair. Slick back. No, longer than that. Longer than slick back. Well, I'm going to have long red hair. Curly wavy long hair I'm going to have for the next you haven't got hair. <laughs> you're going to call it yourself yeah man alright sorry like sorry fucking hell what you can only have your hair the way I was born well the way I thought you went you're just like I'm not getting a haircut and you're just going to leave a natural and there you go no man you're going to get the bleeding fucking balayage and all that <laughs> no. I'm getting decked out getting extensions and all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm going to come out trust me I'm going to come out long hair Gary McLaughlin getting the bay route you're going to be bringing them fucking one new one from Easy Locks 
<laughs> Shout out to 400 by the way, yeah? But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and don't think I have the pace to try to do it, bro. Look, I get my haircut once a week, sometimes twice a week, depending if there's mm. something really important on. A good way of doing it is just don't get your haircut in January. So get your Christmas Day haircut, whenever that is, yeah? And don't get your haircut then. In January at all. And then you'd know, after about two, three weeks, house is gone. You send only another two, three weeks to go. You know what I mean? It's not going to be down to my shoulders and that length of time. No, it won't. But you'll know, I'm saying, you'll have an idea. And then you'll be like, right, this is going to take another X amount of weeks. I'll just keep it. Or you'll be like, all right, I'm getting rid of this. And you can style it when it's long enough. You know what I mean? You just don't have to get a cup, but you can still style it. Yeah, but there's a process, isn't there? Yeah. Nah. Like, the effort. I, I've thought about it as well. I said it long Vinny. hair? I said it to Vinny and he's like, bro, you're just going to be blow drying that thing every day. And I was like, yeah, for the day on that. Do you blow dry your hair anyways? No, the odd time. That's my problem. I don't. That's me. Yeah, but see, my hair is like a genie job, bro. It's yeah. So straight. Yeah. It just, and it just goes poof. Some board actually texted me recently and said, it was the yoke. When did we have Kiefer on this podcast? Two months ago or something. Remember Kiefer put up a before and after picture of the first and the second? And there was something about the difference in the pictures. And some board texted me and said, yeah, you're losing your hair. <laughs> I was like, how am I losing <laughs> No, what are you laughing for? Yeah. This is so paranoid now. Look. Yeah, no, no, I'm not even because I. Are you a bit annoyed? Yeah, I'm filming now because. <laughs> That's what I'm laughing <laughs> No, but I'm filming because it's wrong. <laughs> well, actually, not that deep. No, man. but how good is my hairline? Fresh. No, you said no. the same yesterday. But I, mean, I have the best hairline in the country. Right? Look, I will never, ever lose my hair. Right? It's impossible. And some boards said that I'm losing, like. But you know what people don't realise about them pictures? You ever look back at them pictures, bro? Whoa. We were in the middle of lockdown. You're getting your haircut once a month. Like on the sly. You're getting your haircut with a bally claver on. Bro, it was mad. I remember I used to get my haircut, yeah? Mm. And I used to be driving home thinking, if I go through a checkpoint now... <laughs> Fresh fade there, pal. Yeah, but like, you, the hair will be still on your shoulders and your neck <laughs> and your ears and all. Do you know what I mean? Because you're not getting proper looked after the way you're in a proper shop. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I gonna, how am I going to deny that? Like, do you know what I mean? And every copper had a fresh fade. And every copper had a fresh fade. Conveniently, there was a copper in Pearstree who had done a barbering course. That's what came was out. Was that the real man that's, that's what was official narrative. That's what they said. You can look that up like that was on the news. But no, we're not losing that. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, TI1, whoever you're at, go and fuck yourself. Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? Another question for you, bro. Come on. If you were to meet... Yeah, you're right. I did want to start that and then start reading it. Do you get me? If you were to meet a Victorian child, what is one thing you'd want to tell them or show them that would send them into shock? Is yeah. it wrong if I say, what's a Victorian child? Is that a mad thing to say, no? A child from the Victorian era. So what's that, like the 1800s, is it? What would you tell them or show them? How to wash themselves. They hadn't even got planes, had they? No. Bro, they didn't have running water. Didn't have toilets. Do you know what I mean? You're shining a hole. So like the joy. Do you ever think, like, you should look up 1923 and 2023 and how much we've come in 100 years. Like the little Nothing simple things. Said. Yeah, as in like, structurally everything looks the same. But like simple things like running water in most places. Like the joy, up until what year? Remember Will I was in Recent. the joy? You had to still slap out like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What would you show them? You have to say your phone. Like, look at this, I can pull up a picture of anywhere in the world. I'm bringing your sister in Australia. And things like that, yeah. And look at them. Hmm. Didn't even know where Australia was back then. Do you know what I mean? I thought the world was flat. They still think it's flat. Yeah. yeah. My dad thinks the world is flat. That's how bad things are. And then you're like, it's not, I'll Google it. you like, there's your problem there. Look, you Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't win. <laughs> the only way to win is to go on a boat and drive to the edge of the earth. 
and, and yeah. fall off the cliff. <laughs> And then go, look, I told you, on the way down. I told you. You were right. <laughs> um, yeah, it has to be the found, doesn't it? Like, what else are you going to show them that's going to be, like, what? Mm. Do you know what I mean? An Xbox. It's, and it's the easiest thing to show them. It's in your pocket. Yeah, look at that. Look at that, you mad thing. You hadn't got that. <laughs> yeah. The dope, yeah. See you later, I'm going back to the future. And you don't want to Would you rather never, would you rather never hear music again or always have music playing in your ears? Can we pick the volume on always playing? Can we put it on one leg? <laughs> Stay Yeah. Do you hit me? Or a wanna? Whatever you want. Always playing, yeah. Fuck it. If you can pick the music, but a song has to be constantly playing. Ah, yeah. And then can that switch off if you go to a concert? Because then you're like, I'm not listening to that music, I'm going to listen to this music that I nah, came for. Nah, you can't have your cake and eat it. Don't be fucking changing the rules and all. You have music in your pocket ears every day. I have a weird uh, yoke with you, yeah? I have a bad uh, connection with my AirPods, bro. Can't leave the gaff without them. See, when you do ring me in your house, I'd be like, why is he not got his earphones in? Because mm. I can't hear a fucking word he's saying. So sometimes you don't have them in. Yeah, so I take them out when I'm ringing people and all. That's yeah. the best time to leave them in. No, bro. So you can hear them clearly. And they can hear you because there's a microphone in your earphone. Whereas you have the phone down here yeah. and arms length away. It's hard to hear you because you do, you do talk and then put the phone up to your ear. Mm. That's annoying. Just use your earphones. They have a microphone in them. Yeah. Uh, I have a problem bro, with my old earpods. Yeah, I hate leaving the gaffer out of them as well. That's a cunt, isn't it? We're all attached to that. Mm. What's the crack with that, bro? Like, if you left the gaffer out of your phone or your earpods nowadays, you'd, you'd lose the rag. Like. Davey Hammond had a post of early, yeah. And uh, it was like, oh, I have this friend who was afraid to be alone with his thoughts, so he always listens to music. One day he forgot his earphones and ran, sprinted for 15 minutes home <laughs> so he wouldn't have to be alone there with I his am. thoughts. There I am. Sound, Davey. Yeah. Well, I'm like that as well, bro. I stick a video on YouTube and all when I have to walk to the shop and I'm like, right, well, there's a seven-minute video there. I walk over to the shop, listen to that. And it's something I'm not even interested in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Donald Trump's thoughts on immigration and all. I couldn't give a fuck. But you got diagnosed with autism. Yeah, I'm not happy about that neither. Because I have a feeling if I actually went and got diagnosed, I wouldn't get it. I would one million percent. Why don't you pay for it then? Pay for you? Yeah. No. And if I get it, I give you the money back. I'm telling you. I'm, uh, hold on a minute. An actual expert told you in front of 2,000 people He's that a, you're autistic. Did it for and the then content. one time, he you sat on this content. podcast in the episode with him and said, I wanted to fly planes. And your man said, yeah, 99% of the pilots are autistic. That's like you saying, I wanted to be a world champion boxer. And he said, yeah, 90% of the bleeding athletes are fucking ADHD. And you're like, that's mad. I have ADHD. Yeah, and then you're like, yeah, he 100% has that. And I'm like, yeah. But I know you 100% have that because you 100% have paper to prove that you have that. Yeah. But could you not get... Would you guess that? That you have ADHD? Yeah. Yeah. But how many people have we said have ADHD based off their traits because they're similar to yours? A lot. Yeah, and what's your point there, like? That it's, it's easy to pick up on. You're like, that's a trait of ADHD. Yeah, but it doesn't also always mean you have it. No, it doesn't always mean you have it. But... but there's similarities there. Yeah. You're struggling, big man. Mm. I don't think I have it. I really don't. Do you know what? I actually don't give a bollocks about it either. Like, if somebody told me you have that, I wouldn't even tell people have it. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, right, grand, let's get on me like I'm 30. See you later. You know what I mean? I have something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I want to pull back the corner on something, man, because a lot of people said this to us, and I don't think they put two and two together. People are saying, when is Katie Taylor coming on? We did try, and we did make contact before our last fight, but one thing that people didn't notice is she didn't do any media. Yeah. She had a media blackout, and just went full on, head down, I'm winning these belts, and she did. So we did try, we did make contact, and it was a hard nah. But we might try again. Yeah, we didn't only have to get a fight week. It's not the only time we No, but we did try. Yeah, we did try. When she was here. Time, yeah. yeah. Knocking around the area. Yeah. But yeah, 
My birthday's on Friday. What's the best place to go with a bit of grub with the missus? In Dublin, like? Yeah, I'd imagine so. Do you know where I go to, bro? And I swear to God, look, I have to stop myself from having it this much. Sansep said the whole time, best push bag in Ireland. It's actually proven, voted the best push bag For in Ireland. For a birthday dinner? Sansep? You can go in, you can, you can sit in, yeah? Oh, it's a birthday, yeah. Bollocks, yeah. It's just him and his missus, though. Why not? Because he's looking to celebrate. Yeah. In or a bag, yeah. <laughs> a little candle in the middle yeah. of the lane curry. Yeah, why not? In the middle of a masculine curry there, happy birthday. <laughs> How to grow about a breakup? Been a while since we had an agony aunt like that, Terry. Oh, that's a nice. Either that or Owen's not giving us them when they're coming <laughs> in with the email. Owen's like, fuck that. Hey, can't be giving relationship advice. How to grow about a breakup? Are you going to get into that? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. Don't. <laughs> Oh, he's just I'm like Ellie and Charlie, ain't it now? But it's here with that girl, so here with the name and Yeah, mates are up the unveiled. Here we are. Do you think reverse snobbery is a problem? Grew up in a carbo gaff in D6W and definitely saw it both ways. 100%. Can I answer this honestly? Yeah, of course you can. That's why you And I'm probably going to get cancelled for it. Yeah, come on, not cancelled for it, but you're going to have people giving out. Yeah, yeah, of course it's real. Of course, there's reverse snobbery. Yeah. I'd like to think the reverse nobly is justified to an extent. I can see where the anger comes from. Mm. I think a lot of anger from middle and upper class people towards working class people is a perception yeah. of an area and yeah. a people you're not wrong for and the way that. you dress and your accent and it's portrayed that this kind of thing is bad and they've always looked down mm. on the working class. And then the working class, I'm not Boy, saying but, it's right, yeah. So but what I am saying is that's where the anger comes from. So my stance on that is you have to break the cycle there and be like, yeah, they might be pricks to us, but I'm going to show them and I'm going to kill them with kindness and you just treat everybody the same. So if you want to be a prick, be a prick to everybody. No, I'm only messing. No, but yeah, reverse snobbery is a thing. You might look at them and say, look at that posh cunt over there. Or look at that prick over there. Look at him. Who's he think he is bleeding this, that, and you're like, you don't even know the fella. Yeah. What, because where he's from? So flip that then. If they were saying that about you, you'd be like, like scumbag, you're wearing a tracksuit. You don't want people doing that anymore. You're trying to break that cycle. So if you're going to break that cycle, you have to stop doing that as well. You know what I mean? You have to start mixing. Start mixing with the other circles if you can. You know what I mean? Now I get it. I know there's circles out there in Dublin that will never be able to mix in. Like, I won't even get it. You won't even be able to knock on the door of it. Yeah? And that's just something that we're going to have to address and face and move on with. But inverse snobbery is a thing and my advice for that is just try and be nice to everybody, no matter where they come from. Because if you make the right decisions in your life, don't give people a reason to say you're this or you're that or something negative. Live your life, be nice to people and just move on. And I don't just mean like in social classes. I mean, no matter where they come from in the world. That's my advice. And I would also like to say a lot of what I think a lot of where the reverse nobody comes from is politics. Yeah. When you have people in power from middle class backgrounds. Yeah, so say make, everyone in middle class backgrounds has that. But they're making decisions. And I know they're making decisions based off votes. Yeah. So when your area isn't voting. Why would they then, care about Why it? would they care? And they're not giving any resources and whatever. But then that gives anger yeah. for these people to then go. It's more um, remorse and jealousy. Or like they're like, getting this. Yeah. And we're not. Yeah. But that's not on them. That's nearly on you as well. Like... Politics, I was saying this to you three years, how simple politics is, Terry. Yeah. It really is so, so simple to follow. It's the people that make it complicated. Obviously, you're going to appease to the people who are voting for you. 
if you know people aren't voting for you, you won't give a bollocks about them. So, for example, well, you don't need nothing to be a politician, no. You don't need anything to be a politician. So I, so I, if I go into politics, a simple one, right? A simple one is right. look up who the minister of education is, the minister of health is, and the minister of finance, yeah, and see who has a medical degree, who has been a teacher, and who has an accountant uh, or has any background in economics. They don't, and they cha change ministerial roles all the time. Cabinet shuffle. So the minister for this is now the minister for that. What? What background has he got in that? You don't. Some countries do it where the minister for education is a former teacher. They have to be a former teacher. The minister for children doesn't even have kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, how does that make sense? So you don't have any qualification. You don't need to go to college to do politics. People do do it. And there is politicians who have degrees in politics. But you can run in the local elections, Terry, and get voted in. And then you can run and become a TD. No problem. And now I'm putting ideas in your head there, I can see the wheels. No, you're not, you're not, because I'd never do it, I would never ever be a politician. And it's the same reason why I'd never be a copper, either. I think it's a very fucking, I think you, you go in with good intentions, and you'll quickly be stripped and broken down, even without you knowing, without realising it's happening. So, uh, I think that's the reason why I'd never get into it. So what I mean is, you look at who's running in your area, and what are they going to do for your area? you vote them in because it's the exact same thing as the inverse snobbery thing. They're helping the people who are voting them in. So the people who you vote in are going to keep helping you out because they know you're going to vote for them again. That's how that's going to work. Whereas if they know there's an area out there that doesn't vote at all, they're going to be completely overlooked. It's actually all right there to fix. This whole country is actually fixable. Like the housing crisis, you could fix. Yeah. Like no child never go hungry again, that's fixable as well. And it's so frustrating for me now. It's sad, like, it's sad. It's right there, it's fixable. Mm. Like why is like, what was it? 12 and a half percent of the country is in like borderline poverty. Mm. So if the boiler breaks in the gaff, you have bollocks, it was like that, wasn't it? Five percent are in our actual poverty. Like kids are fucking going hungry and shit like mm. that. Like people are struggling. And there's like 13% or something like that are living in borderline poverty. So if the boiler breaks up bollocks, like you're on your axles until that's fixed somehow or whatever. So like, why allow that? Well, because that you can fix that easily. As well. So then when you see the decisions that they do make and then who benefits from that, you can see who they're appealing to. Yeah. Like that thing like where they lifted the eviction ban in the middle of a housing yeah. crisis. And you're like, that doesn't make sense logically. Yeah. So why, why are we doing this? And you're like, oh, that certain oh, you band of landlord. people benefit mm. from that. So I see what you're doing there, whereas everyone else is suffering. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to follow. It's actually sad, isn't it? Politics. Oh, it's disgusting, me. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. And I hate how people, like people like what you are, Terrence, you were oblivious to it all. Mm. And people think that it's out of reach. It's not, it's right there in front of you. It's so easy to understand. Mm. Just tune into it. I but think you know. it's nearly a, a. I think it's nearly a blocker that most of us would have up though. Yeah, a blocker. Deliberate. Yeah, like, like, like oh, that's too complicated. Politics, I mean, it's not the doll. The no, it's not. Fuck all that, like. Because there's an election coming up next year, probably about this time next year, we're going to be in the midst of like voting and all that shit. They're going to come around campaigning. You should know what's happening to talk to these people so you can get an understanding of what their intentions are, so you know what to say to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm dreading it. Because next year, we ain't see the emails that we're going to be getting from fucking politicians left, right and centre to come onto the podcast. I know they are. So that's that. So getting out to vote is the good thing to do, yeah? Yeah. No matter who you vote for. People have fought and died in this country for your right to vote. Yeah. 
Like, I would never tell you. Like, Terence, we've had multiple conversations about politicians and why well, you like this person and don't like that person. I've never told you. Don't vote for them and don't vote for them. No. That's your choice. And, and this is something as well. So there's election next year, yeah? There should be. Should, should be. be, yeah. I think we should have something. And I, we spoke about this before. To get more people, people registered to vote, registered to yeah. vote, 100%. and we should. But it's not a, just an election campaign well. thing ourselves. Yeah, to get drive, our, our people. people like yeah. us, working class people from the flats, never voted before. Never let's voted. Vote let's all get down together. Yeah. Let's all register to vote and vote for whoever the fuck you want to vote for. Yeah. But just there's vote. no allegiance, like. The, but I, just I told, vote. I told the story before. I was following the last election in my job, and there was people from all around Ireland walking with me. And they were like, oh, this person's not getting through in my constituency, how he was getting on. And then they done the numbers for who had the lowest vote at Torno. And I think ours ended up finishing like second bottom. Mm. And I remember thinking like, fucking hell, lads. Do you know what you I mean? You have to understand it though. Yeah. You have to understand why people don't. I vote. know, I know. But what I mean is, don't not vote and then complain about it. Do you know what I mean? Get out and vote. Uh, well, yeah. So if you get out and vote and change happens to the government, but no change happens in your area, then... Yeah, well, then there's a problem where we vote for. Mm. But the four step... Because imagine the person who you vote for gets in and does make a change. Do you know what I mean? But it's not just in elections that you should be voting because referendums come around as well and other things that go to vote. So you should have a say on that. It's your country at the end of the day and it's your right to vote. So go out and vote. Imagine there's countries out there that you can't vote in. But yeah... Fucking, someone said, any ideas for a Christmas present? For who? Like, for your nanny, your granddad, your it's, son, your daughter, it's your It's a wife, female. She has any idea for a Christmas present. So For who? Talking bollocks tickets. February the 10th. Stocking filler. There you go. Hand, Saturday night. Hand, you and your fella. Hand, you tell him to propose. <laughs> well, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Same questions and all. So we're going to do it again. Just bear with us. <laughs> Who is the most untidy? Yeah, will you marry me? Right, yeah, ring a letter. So I won't say no as well because we need that content. Oh, I'm sick she didn't say no. Mm. I think she wanted it and then she was like, no, I won't do undirty like that. She's like, what, you're trying to store the pot? I've seen her in her eyes. She didn't even want to marry you, you feel yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good fact. Go on. Do you know if you took a billion people out of India, there'd still be more people in India than in America. How do you walk that out? Is India that big? 1.4 billion people in India. 350 million in America. Change that's wrong, bro. 350 million. How many people in America? I'm gonna say 700 million. I'm gonna say double, yeah. 350 million people in America. 1.4 billion in India. There you go. My God, the Indians are gone. Are What do you have to do over there, anyways? Just knocking the hips off each other, bro. That's it. What I mean, they are doing that. Yeah, they are. But not only that, the money. Yeah. All the Indians are uh, in the top 10. There's like three or four of them. Yeah. In the richest. Yeah, that's because 1.4 billion people. That would mean less money now. No, but if you had a successful business there, you've 1.4 billion people to market it in one country. Here's a good question. Did you see people dancing at Shame Again? Yeah, Shame Again. <laughs> Do me a favour, read that in your head and then, then say it out loud. <laughs> Did you see people dancing at Shame Again's funeral? Yeah. Right. Would you prefer people to laugh or cry at your funeral? Laugh. All day. No way! I'm not having it. It's a funeral. No, the, no, a funeral is a celebration of life. It's not a mourning a death. No. That's a wow, fact. You can't spell funeral without fun and all yeah, that. Yeah, If people aren't crying at my funeral. What's a funeral song going to be? That song. Against All Odds, Phil Collins. No, what? Do you know that one? I only ever heard it. I played funerals. 
Shilba. I hope you're oh, I hate that song. Yeah. I don't want to hear the words, so I just hear that part and knock it off. You can go to a random funeral now anywhere in the world, yeah, that song plays, you'll cry. That song and it's Superstar. But you won't cry the Superstar. No, just roll me eyes to it. It's a fucking song. No, I love that funeral, but I mean, uh, that song, bro. What is it again? I don't even know it. Do you, you know the one I'm on about, don't yeah, you? Yeah, what is it? Give us another line of lyrics there. Bro, I can't sing it's not me. Just talk. I don't know, bro. But that song will get you in the fields. It doesn't matter who yeah. you're at. Do you know what's a good song as well? I've heard it at a couple of funerals. Frank Snatcher, My Way. Mm. So if you're over 70, yeah. that's the Great funeral tune. song. Great Great tune. tune. Yeah. But yeah, you want people laughing and dancing. Why not? Fuck off. Hoxie cry and laugh and dance later over the gargle. Mm. But in the church, I want just crying. No. Good few laughs in the church is good crack. Down the back of the church is a bit of crack. Yeah. Have to say When someone's giving the eulogy And they're telling a good story And you're yeah. like You're Dub- I think that's a very uh, Dublin thing is it I don't know mm, Yeah I've been to one or two Culture with our funerals And it's not the same Do you know Culture's do a proper sit down meal Like a wedding I actually think it's a Walking class thing as well To have that much fun At a funeral That's not being classist I don't think funerals Are like that In a uh, Nice areas I, I think was... in, 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 You go to a good Towny funeral There's laughs There's jokes there's that course a few tears and whatever, but there's banter flying at a, at a good work. I was at a funeral, funeral before, and after they had a meal, and I was like, do you want chicken or beef? And like, you had to sit down at a table arrangement, like a wedding. I was like, it's just a funeral, do you not just get soup and sandwiches? Soup and sandwiches? No, bro, this was three-course meal. And I was, I was saying, it. I said to Amy, I was like, is this like, because this person had a few quid, and she was like, no, this is how every funeral is. I was like, what? So we really are peasants, aren't we? Soup and sandwiches, and that'll deal with the job. That's like. it, yeah. Little platter, yeah. shut your mouth, wipe your tears, Do and you enjoy. I, yeah, you want people laughing. I remember I went to uh, my old principal's funeral, and one of the teachers came in and gave the eulogy, and I, everyone grew up, and I mean, the whole place erupted, what a bleeding speech. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I remember I went to one of the boys' dad's funeral, and his best mate grew up, and he's just telling stories about when they used to go out and act the bollocks and all, and I was like, you're a legend, because like, he's saying stuff out of school, and yeah. you're like, you're a legend. I was like, so what's anyone going to do? He's dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, that's that's what you want. Yeah. And everyone's laughing, having a great time. Shane McGowan's funeral looked like the bus, though. Looked little. It did look like the bus. Looked like a bit of... Him and Johnny Depp, the best of mates. Bro, what's the story with that? What's the crack with that? We heard that as well. He was his best man at his wedding and he was over for the funeral. I was like, Johnny Depp. Put a sport on it. Jack Sparrow, fella. They met in a pub or something like that. And they're best mates now. Became best mates forever. Legends. How long ago? Back in the day, like? Yeah. He only got married in like 2018. Did he? Yeah, and he was his best man at it, yeah. So the radio said to me. The radio never lied to me before. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mad one, yeah, Johnny Depp and all. Yeah, that was good. Uh, good rendition of fucking Fairy Tale in New York. I've never been to a funeral that wasn't Soup and Sandwiches. Mm. Never. And I've been at an awful lot of funerals. Soup and Sandwiches is the go. It's the way forward. Something in the soup. They're doing something with the soup. What do you mean? Tell me. I put a funeral loop the loop. Tell me it's not the nicest soup you ever had. I oh, know, it's banging, yeah. But tell me it's not the nicest at every funeral. Yeah. I'm... You know, uh, at my uncle's funeral, we had a curry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's oh, three and one, like? Bro. The fray got rocked up. Dad's cousin's in the army, yeah? Yeah. So we rocked up with it. Instead of getting cooked in the mess hall, he rocked up with it in the van, yeah? And it was in the guy club, and the guy club wouldn't let him bring her in because they were serving their own food. Yeah. He said, no problem, we all queued up outside out the van getting a plate of curry, chicken this, curry. This is a great take here. Soup probably tastes so good because you're frozen from being up at the grave. Yeah, but like soup has tasted... I've been at funerals in the middle of June and the soup has tasted wobble. Yeah, but I mean, that's a valid point. 
Because you better shoot on a cold day, regardless. Yeah. But you can have funeral any day of the year, except Christmas. Poxy's can you not have a funeral on Christmas day? Jesus, and they got fuming, it's his birthday. Yeah, taking the limelight on me. It's Christmas in two weeks. Where's this year that they're going? I haven't got a stock in it. I remember sitting here with you this day last year and being like, what do you do on Christmas 30? What's your tradition? And you're like, I go and see my godson and I go down and send me mask up and all. And I was like, that was three months ago. Yeah. Three months ago we had that conversation. The years at the flying. Where's the fucking year gone? The years at the flying. Gone. 12 of the finest months dead. Yeah. Gone, never to be seen again. Can't no, go back. No, can't go back. Get the heap about that. <laughs> like no, because I read the out the other day. I forget where it was, but I said, you have a bill. If you're in your 20s or 30s, you have about 600 months left. Yeah. That was 12 of them gone like that. Yeah, there you go. Think about that. And that should be a lucky. That should be a living to the average age. I'm not. Let's get that straight. You probably will. You drink your vitamins and all. Drink your vitamins. <laughs> That's what you do with them, no? Bro, we done that fast the other day. There we go. Right, talk to me. Load of bollocks. Load of bollocks. Yeah, you did it. Day. Yeah. You did it. Tell the truth, right? Yeah. Give me an honest assessment. Did you feel any better? Did you feel good the I did, days after? I didn't do it to feel good. No, but did you do? No, no. But I went and ate a big chipper after. Like, Jer said to me, my brother Jer said to me the day before, I'm doing a 24 hour fast from whatever time tonight. And I said, fuck, I'll do it with you for the crack. And I just made the decision there and then. Mm. Did a 24 hour fast and ordered a kebab meal and something else and mm. ate it. But like, did you Why, feel any yeah. better then the next day? No. The day after that? Any days after that, no? No. So. Why was I a mentor? Supposedly, yeah. So uh, when you said you did that, I said I was going to do it. Yeah. But I was going to do it on a weekend and I was going to do the whole weekend. So my missus was away. So I was like, I'll just do it now because it'd be easier for me because she's not going to be in the gaff. You're basically the same person as me as well when your board goes yeah. away. You and struggle it, to survive. I do all right. I'm at doing five of the finest days on my table around me and the dogs. Slices of bread and the gap and all. <laughs> Don't be giving me all that. Your boot goes in. Eating bread and water. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Now, so we went out on Thursday with the job for the Christmas party, yeah? And we got filled and it was fucking horrible. I thought I was going to get sick, yeah? So the next day, I got up, done my routine, done a bit of walk, went to gym, came home, got showered, got dressed. And before I knew it, it was five o'clock. And because I felt poxy from the night before, I still hadn't eh? And I was like, do you know what? I wasn't supposed to do this fast until tomorrow, but I may as well just keep this rolling now. Because that was like 20-something hours at that stage, 20 hours, I think. Yeah. So I kept it rolling. We went to the fights that night, Grant, and then the next morning I grew up and done the sauna and the plunge pill thing. Yeah. And then I got somebody and it was like 38 hours in total. And then when I put it on my Instagram, people were texting me. Yeah, King Cowley actually texts me and he goes, you're not going to feel the benefits of this tomorrow or the next day, but on day three and four you will. And when you're training, you'll be flying. So what day is it today? Monday. I finished that Saturday morning. Then didn't feel any different. And I question it. That's because three days though. No, but this is day two into three now. Do you know what I mean? I haven't felt any different so far. Oh. But when you were talking about it, I was actually looking her up about a week or two before that. Remember when I was telling you what the term is for recycling your cells? Because GSP does it. Mm. And it's supposed to help with the growth hormone and recovering after training, reducing inflammation and all. So I looked her up and a lot of places are saying the results are inconclusive. Because a lot of people believe it's bad for you and a lot of people believe it's good for you. So I just, I wouldn't be into it. I don't think I'd do that again. Like I train on an empty stomach because I feel better doing that. I run on an empty stomach. Yeah. yeah when I'm running. But I know a lot of people that don't. A lot of people fucking have something to eat or have a drink before I they I never have breakfast either. Hmm. I don't eat breakfast. But I eat breakfast after the gym. Do you know what I mean? But I don't, them fucking fasts, I just don't think. I think they're good for the mind discipline. So if you're training for something, I bumped into a fella the other night in the point and he was saying he's done the Goggin Challenge because we did it. 
And then after that, he done a fast for 24 hours. And he says he didn't feel any better for it, but it gave him this like uh, inspiration to be more disciplined. And he went on this big weight loss journey then. And I was like, fair fucking play to you. Like, if it helps you stay focused on something, it's a goal. You've been like, look, I'm not eating now till 8 o'clock tomorrow night. But it's literally just a, it's literally just a mind game thing. Yeah, it's just a goal. Like, what I said, I sometimes go just about 24 hours without eating. Yeah. By accident. Yeah. Like, literally, I forget to eat very frequently. Probably once a week, I'll forget to eat. Oh, I'd say it's more than that. Yeah, could be twice a week. Genuinely could be. Twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I forget to eat. What was the last time you ate? Had a roll earlier on. Had a roll earlier That's the only thing you had today. Yeah, but that's that's probably what I do every day. Yeah. You said already, I'd be intermittent fasting, but actually, and I literally yeah. do be. Yeah. But I do forget to eat some days. I'd probably go 22 hours without eating some days and just forget that I haven't ate since mm. the night before. And I'm like, it's like if I ate at 8 o'clock the night before, it could be 6 o'clock the next day, and I'm like, oh, we haven't eaten. I wonder I feel a little bit dodgy. Yeah. Do you get me? But when I was doing the 24 hour fast and I was telling myself I'm not allowed to, so you're walking around, I could smell chippers 32 miles away and all. Yeah. You can smell food. Did you feel poxy, Terry? When I was doing it? Yeah. The last two hours, I definitely felt it because I was thinking in my head up until the last two hours. So about 22 hours, I was like, I wa obviously I want to eat, I'm hungry. And Did you feel like uh, weak and dizzy and all? Yeah, I felt a little bit weak. Dizzy, yeah. For the last two hours. Yeah. The last two hours, I felt a little bit sluggish. And I was just like, oh, at this rate, I just want to eat. Yeah. Do you get me? I was bored. Remember, you rang me and I was like, yeah. I'm bored in my head. I'll just eat now if I could for the sake of eating because yeah. I'm bored. But you can do the smell of everything is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Because you're telling yourself, I'm not allowed to eat. Yeah. And once you tell yourself, you're not, it's human nature. I don't think there's as much health benefits as we're being told. Like Dana, we fasting about 86 hours on, on wherever he's doing. I was like, there's no way. Like people are saying, what weight you know, I want to do with the lose weight? Go to fucking exercise if you want to lose weight. Yeah. Don't starve yourself. Yeah. Exercise. So yeah, I I wouldn't be into doing it again. I don't think you got to be. I wanted to do a forty-eight hour just to test myself, to see if yeah. I would. But I think you would do it. But I don't think you're going to be like, well, Ooh. don't add adding ten years onto your life. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I didn't even do for that in the first place. Yeah. Even though there was any benefits, Jay yeah. said to me, "Do you want to do it fast?" And I said, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. And we did it, and it was a bit of a cunt. Yeah. I got that e. I think you would get it. Look, I got the thirty-eight. Yeah. And the only reason I was like, we're going to ice cube that night, so I would have to eat in the middle of Ice Cube or else I would end up going over 50 hours mm. in total then and I'm like there's no need to be doing that because mm. I don't want it but I think you would get 48 do you know what I mean and I didn't even eat loads either I had a wrap yeah and then a sandwich and then I didn't eat then till that night so the chance if I overindulged then but yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be into it I just don't think it's this big fucking secret hack I'm doing 48 off fashion. I think you should do it on a weekend because it's an sense. easy one I'm not eating Saturday I'm not eating Sunday bang have something to eat Friday night and the next time you're going to eat a Sunday night. Yeah. And you, you have nothing then that you need either. Like, it's as if we need you to do the podcast and you're fucking hell stuck to the chair and we're trying to pick you up, Tarn. It's bleeding asses, fellas. You're pissing the shower, will you? <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'm only thinking about kebabs. You actually haven't done that in a long, long time. time. Long, long time. Who's long next week? time. Who's next week's guest again? Stung with, getting it. Stung with that. I don't think it's a bad time to throw this one in. Who's your dream guest for next year? Dream guest for next year. Yeah, do you remember we done this last year? And I was like, Eddie Hearn, and then we used it for the promo. Worked out well, that, didn't it? <laughs> so all this going to be used as the promo for the guest that I'm going to pick? For Donald Trump, yeah, go. Because you got your dream guest, and we want mine. But I knew, Terry, I was new. I was, gonna, I was like, he's going to be in here promoting a fight. We have a decent podcast. We can get contacts in that world. Eddie Hearn's not out of the realm of possibility. And I said that, word for word. Not word for word, but I did say he wasn't out of the realm of possibility. Has to be Katie. Yeah. Has to be Katie. If it's not Katie Taylor, there's no point in us 
has to be Katie Taylor. I agree. I don't know why you're looking at me for a response for. I'm not going to counter that. I mind who yours. That's who I would pick. Both. Yeah, because I don't see why we can't get Katie Taylor in there and have a chat. Because I have an awful I feeling. Very howly and all. This time next year, I think the gloves are going to be hung up for Katie Taylor. Do you reckon? I think she's going she to get the Aviva. No, I think they'll get the Aviva. She'll win in the Aviva and say, that's me. See us next year. And she'll be down bleeding punditry for the Olympics and all. I don't know. I think she's too competitive. She still has it. I don't think that we get to decide that or the public or... Oh, no, we don't, but... Or anyone, but... She I decides that, yeah? Knowing her and how competitive she is. Where does she go from there? She still has a fire in her belly. Well, she has the Chantal Cameron rematch and she has the Serrano rematch there. Mm -hmm. It's two big fights. Two multi-million dollar fights. She ain't wrapping her up. She's too competitive. Anyways, yeah, Katie Taylor is the dream guest for 2024. Daddy? Yeah? Siobhan, take us out there. Boom! Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? What you fucking in? Just a little more. Why you waiting in now? Fill your body again. Walk it high and low. When you finish that. The Hypnocker. Come down.